Welcome to Awareness for Everyone, an exploration of conscious reality creation and living the best lives we can for ourselves. I am MJ Bleehart, writer, blogger, editor, and 21st century philosopher. This is episode 128, No Plan Survives Contact with the Enemy. 30 years ago, I started to play at medieval rapier combat, also known as fencing, but we're not talking strip fencing where you're wearing the whites and quickly jumping up and down a strip trying to hit each other with lightweight swords. No, 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 no. This is medieval fencing combat. The blades are heavier. We tend to use more than one weapon at a time. My favorite form to fight with is referred to by us as case of rapier, as in there's a sword in my right hand and there's a sword in my left hand. Sometimes combat is one-on-one. Most of the time, it's a one-on-one type of combat, just like in modern fencing. But sometimes we hold melee combat. Melee combat is warfare to all intents and purposes, because you can have a fight of as few as two-on-two, three-on-three, five-on-five, or I've been in battles where it's 100-on-100, or some uneven battles where it was 125-on-100. But these combats require, when you're talking about melee, strategy. Strategy is your overall plan. We are facing 100 guys on the other side of this field, and the goal here is to kill them all before they kill all of us. And by kill, I mean the way we register, quote-unquote, a kill, which is a type of shot that, were these blades sharp, would likely have killed or disabled you. Anyhow, we get all this stuff set up, we go and do the thing and we lay out the plan. But... One of the most important rules of melee combat is no plan survives contact with the enemy. What on earth does that mean? What that means is that just because you had a really good plan in mind, there are external factors that are going to completely mess with it. Okay, for example, let's say that the plan is we're going to march our forces down the field to begin with, and then roll everybody to the right to try to flank the other side. We expect, based on past performances on their part, that they're going to hold to that middle section and allow us to get around their side because they tend to not pay attention to it. But then, once we go to execute the plan, they react completely differently, and either they roll right into us, and now we're facing the one-on-one combat we tried to avoid, or they roll to our left, and the next thing you know, we've got a swirling tidy bowl of death going on, and the entire plan goes straight to hell. Now, this is applicable in this instance to melee combat, but in real life, this is a matter. This is something that you deal with. No matter what your plan, contact with the enemy is very, very likely to destroy it. When you commit everything to your plan and you've got everything laid out and set in a very specific way, when you meet against the enemy and they thwart your plan, you're going to be left feeling lost, uncertain, confused, and you're going to end up resisting it, which in turn is going to make you suffer. That is, unless you are mindful and flexible, but I'll get into that going forward here. So who is the enemy. Now, when it comes to combat on the field, it's really obvious who the enemy is on the fencing field. It's the guys on the other side that have red tape on their masks instead of blue, or in some instances, green tape instead of purple. It all depends on which side we're on. And just FYI, when I say guys, I mean it in a gender neutral term of 
people. I apologize if anybody's offended by that, but it's an old habit of mine to just say guys when I'm referring to a group of people. I am not gendering anybody here. And in our combat, it's men, women, and non-binaries out there fighting one another. There is no distinction made. Anyhow, in that instance, we know who the enemy is. But when it comes to your life and when it comes to the plans you make for the things that you're going to do, the enemy is going to take any number of forms, both tangible and intangible. What it comes down to is the enemy is the thing over which you have no control whatsoever. This includes but is not limited to the weather, other people, traffic, natural and unnatural disasters, unplanned expenses, medical issues, the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of other people, and their actions and intentions. You and I have zero control over these things, none whatsoever. And when it comes up against the plan that you've made, it can be infuriating when these things interfere with it. Before you know it, your plan hasn't survived contact with the enemy and you're now faced with a completely wrecked plan, which in turn can drive you to go, well, that's just great. What the hell did I do all that for? This is where we get into mindfulness and awareness and how they can impact your plan. When you create a plan, executing it is not the end. And that's the problem a lot of people run into with plans. They set up their plan. They have everything figured out to the most minute detail. And then, hey, wait a minute, that unexpected thing, the enemy just hit me and my plan completely fell flat. Well, great, my strategy's gone to hell. What do I do now? The thing is this, because they were on autopilot once they set the plan in motion, they gave up their mindfulness. They tried to do it by rote and routine and their fire and forget plan failed because it made contact with the enemy and they weren't ready for that. So now you find yourself despondent, upset, unhappy, and dreading what comes next, because the plan has failed. Sometimes you have a backup plan, a contingency plan. For plan A, there's a plan B and a plan C, maybe even a plan D. You might have all of these together, and yet, at contact with the enemy, it all falls apart anyhow. Well, what's that all about? This is where we need to get into the concept of strategy and tactics. These do not just apply to rules of combat. These are not just warfare, militaristic, or even sports-minded ideas. These are the overall attempt and approach you can take to do just about anything in your life. When all is said and done, Any plan that you make is a strategy. It is your overarching idea and notion for how X, Y, and Z is going to go. You have this grand idea in your head, and you start to lay out the plan. That's how you strategize the whole thing. You are building up your strategy. You are getting everything in place. You're figuring out where your ducks are lined up. That's strategizing. That's strategy. And that's a huge part of any plan. Strategy often accounts for what the opposition is going to do. If you ever watch a game of football, you're going to see this completely in action. The quarterback has set up what they're going to do. Are they going to do a pass? Are they going to do a run? Are they going to do some sort of a feint? How exactly are they going to play this out? One part of the team's goal is to distract while the other part of the team gets ready to move the football across the field. That is strategy. But... 
when strategy meets the enemy, when the opposition doesn't do what you expect and you need to change it on the fly, now we're talking about tactics and being tactical. Tactics are standing in the middle of the field and saying, okay, plan A, B, and C all didn't work. This is what I got. This is what I'm going to work with. Here I'm going to move these parts around to make this fly. Many years ago, during one of these melee tactics, melee combats I was talking about earlier, my unit's goal was to meet the enemy attack and stand our ground so that flankers, people who were intentionally trying to get behind the enemy, could collapse them. When we met with the enemy at their side, they had already collapsed. Now, we could have still just stood there, but it wouldn't have served the overall strategy. It wouldn't have served our plan. It wasn't going to get us to our goal. So instead, I made the tactical decision to roll my unit over to the right and flank those guys who weren't expecting to be flanked. And so we made the battle go a lot faster and reached our goal that much easier. There are times where tactics are absolutely necessary to adjust, especially on the fly. There needs to be flexibility. No matter what your strategy is, no matter what you're planning, if you don't allow for some flexibility when it crumbles, and by and large, it will at one time or another crumble. If you don't have flexibility put into place, you're going to suffer because you're not ready for it. You don't know what to do when it happens. This can be extremely disconcerting, especially if you're somebody who just loves to have things planned out step by step by step, and then you meet the enemy and it all goes straight to hell. What was that? That wasn't my plan at all. It didn't survive contact with the enemy. Well, that's where tactics come into play. Knowing that you have an option, knowing that at the last second you can go, okay, that collapsed, let me see what I've still got here, and build a new plan. Maybe I can salvage my plan, maybe I need to alter my plan, or, in some instances, maybe I can come up with an even better plan right now on the fly, tactically, that's better than what I started with. For this reason, I want to conclude by talking about the KISS principle. KISS, K-I-S-S, as in, keep it simple, stupid. Now, a lot of people take this to be, I'm calling, I'm calling somebody stupid in this, but that's not what I think of when I think of the idea of keep it simple, stupid. I think of it as being almost like a stutter statement. Keep it simple, stupid. As in, well, duh, that is utterly logical. That kind of stupid. So blatantly obvious that, you know what? It's no surprise that the enemy doesn't, ex the enemy knows how to respond to it. Except more often than not, that's not the case. Over the years, I've seen the same tactics used again and again and again and frequently with the same amount of success, no matter how much we employ them. And people always expect that, well, eventually this is going to fail. They're going to figure it out, and it's not going to work. Except it still does. Why? Because it's tried and true. There's a reason why it works, but also because it's adaptable and flexible. That stupid, simple plan that just seems like it's not possibly going to work, works because when it fails at contact with the enemy, it can be adapted, it can be altered, it can be quickly shifted because it wasn't so deeply set in stone that you had to dig it out to change it. It's a piece of paper you can tear up and start anew. It's something that you can just easily change to correct the problem. 
So this is something that a lot of people don't know what to do with. And because they love to have a new plan and they love to try to build the better mouse trap, they come up with a more complex, complicated, thought out plan. And then when it hits the wall and the enemy and doesn't work, they start going, well, I, but I had it all figured out. Yeah, you think you did, but you were so rigid in what you set down that you had no room for the flexibility you needed. You weren't mindful of what you were doing. So there was no adaptability. You couldn't shift your tactic and you weren't able to handle the variation that occurred. You didn't have another way to go. And that's the thing. Because no plan will survive contact with the enemy, remaining flexible and having adaptability and being mindful opens you to make any and all changes that might just crop up at the last second. Okay, to be fair, there are times where the plan goes exactly how you expected it to go. But in my experience, that's one in 100 times, which means 99 out of 100 times, the plan fails in one place or another. You might get two-thirds of the way through the plan when all of a sudden that one rogue fighter that you had no idea was so good is staying alive and wiping out your troops left and right and nobody seems to be able to take them down. Or they're giving him single combat instead of basically ganging up on him and taking him out. Whatever the case may be, even in normal life circumstances, this can happen where you've got this last minute thing that cropped up just when you were on the cusp of victory and now your plan has gone to shit. What do you do? This is where recognizing how no plan survives contact with the enemy leaves you open to being flexible and adaptable. And this goes into awareness because awareness is how we know that we are doing what we're doing, what it's doing to us, how we're reacting to it, and knowing our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions when it comes to any given plan opens us not just to good strategizing, but also to tactical retreats and changes and advances and whatever else we need to do in the face of the plan not surviving contact with the enemy. You're endowed with tremendous capability of mind to do amazing things. And when you're more aware of yourself, you are more aware of what's around you. And that overall awareness opens you to better react to the failure of a given plan, to the unexpected cropping up, and to all the little things in life that we often take for granted that tend to have a much bigger impact than we'd like. And this changes how we see things and makes us better adaptable overall. By recognizing this and by knowing that no plan is going to survive contact with the enemy, no matter how great or small, we more open ourselves to being adaptable, to being able to handle whatever life throws at us, and as such, being in a better place to find and or create the things we most desire to make our lives as awesome an experience as possible. Thank you for joining me for Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of conscious reality creation and living the best lives we can for ourselves. If you have any questions or comments, go ahead and drop me an email at author at mjbleehart.com. You can also follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. 
Thank you to Fima Mahoney. She is the incredible artist who created my pretty cover art. If you have interest in commissioning work from her, you can email her at veinsofink2017 at gmail.com. Also, check out the rest of her awesome art at her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published books on Amazon. Thank you, and I hope that you are discovering how awareness for everyone begins with you and me, and really is something that we can practice to live more fully and improve our lives, even when our plan makes contact with the enemy. Thank you.